it's all very well talking about being real, showing up real, having authentic conversations online and offline, but hey, could we do with a few tips on how? Yes, we could. Hello, I'm Trisha Lewis. This is the Make It Real podcast, and I will be talking to very real people who've had very real experience, mistakes and everything, and they will be giving you those tips. So, stay tuned. Just a quick note before you start listening to this episode. I'm going to confess to you that the sound quality is not as good as I'd like. But I decided to do a few little edits and try and enhance a bit and still put this episode out because Henesis was a delightful guest. There's something very natural, almost raw about the quality of this uh, conversation that unfolds. And I didn't want it to just go in the bin. I really didn't. Henesis is a great example of somebody in a startup situation. Um, and there are within this conversation some really lovely observations. She's very real. You get warts and all. And I really urge you to just tune out from the slightly more tinny quality of the sound than I would like and enjoy the conversation. That's what this is all about. Hello, Hennesis. Woo! Woo! Um, now, I am talking to Hennesis. Um, tea time in our, in, in our country. What does that mean? In the UK. And uh, coffee time in... Is it actually New York you're in? Yes. I mean, New York. So, all I can think of now is Hollywood movies and everything that I've seen with New York and that. That's it. I've never been there, Hennessy, so I can only go by the movies. Yeah, I know. It's bad. So I'm going to get you to introduce yourself because Hennessy is, yeah, she's in a very different world to many of the guests that I've had so far, actually. And it's a world that I know nothing about. So rather than try and blabber on about it, you introduce what your sort of business um, situation is. Sure. So I am in the healthcare business, but it's a delivery service for our, our lovely healthcare providers, those lovely nurses that you see working from day to day, night and day, no matter what the hour is. And what we do is we want to provide supplies for them because they're starting this trend, right? There's a nurse burnout and they're like, you know what? I can be an independent business owner. So they start to rent these trucks and they're like, you know what? I can also help my community. And they're looking for work. And surprisingly, very successfully, they are getting they are getting the work that they want and we want to help them. We want to help the, those business owners grow. And because they already have the skills to do it, we're just going to be their provider. So we want to build this community, this network that's already happening and just um, make it stronger, you know, because we're going to need it in the future. Your neighbor could be someone that could help you out with that lab test you needed, you know, yeah. Yeah, and, and your thing is, uh, is to do with blood. <laughs> no, I know, right? It's the craziest thing to think about. Nobody wants to think about those blood draws. But you know how there are um, a lot of first aid, a lot of first aid squads, they do a lot of blood draws. And then there's a, a lot of um, healthcare services that also for, for people who don't have any maybe need, need to buy 
donating it. Um, mm-hmm. That's another form of doing. So this isn't something that's new. It's just how it's being done today. Yeah, um, yeah. And this is a kind of family setup, isn't it? It is. So we are a family business. Um, backgrounds range around here. My mother actually studied design, but uh, she worked a lot with manufacturers, and she was kind of a quality assistant analyst. So she knows a lot about fabrics and working with China, sourcing. And so she's super talented in that. Um, and then my dad worked a lot with like the hardware stuff over at the manufacturing sites. Uh, so, and then myself, I actually worked at a hospital. So my experience comes from volunteering at the hospital. That's how I started. And then I started working there. So that's, that's how we come. Yeah, that's really interesting. What a, what a, what a fascinating mix. Cause you're quite interested in the sort of supply chains and the delivery and, and you've kind of come up with this way of um, doing when you say blood draw, I'm just going to paint the picture for people not familiar. I'm thinking like syringe suck blood. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 that's really basic analysis, but I think, well, we'll leave it at that, but that's a kind of general picture. So people who need to do this, for instance, at home, you've come up with a, a slightly different way that makes it more comfortable for them by inventing this kind of armrest. Is it an right. invention, would you say? Yeah, that's, that's correct. So it's an armrest that it has drawers. So just imagine like an armrest shaped like a pyramid, and then you can just place that under your arm, and you can pull out drawers. In those drawers you're going to find supplies and then you can just pack that up, drive away. (laughs) Wow. That's brilliant. And so everything you're doing, I mean, in fact, you, you talk about having volunteered in hospital, but in terms of your kind of studies and building your skills, that was in a whole different place, wasn't it? With filmmaking and software and animation. Yeah, so it was, I was in a whole new world. Um, so, and now this is a whole new world. I guess I'm building my own little universe, aren't I? Yes, you uh, are. And it's, and it's great because you're a perfect example of somebody who's, who just seems to, uh, like you said, you, you want to just make things happen and, and then make them happen more. And, you, and, and at the core of it is all about helping people. Um, and how great but you you sort of don't sit you haven't sort of sat still in one place have you you've thought no. oh we do this how about we do this <laughs> I know. so so are you telling me it's a gift and a curse is that what you're saying do you know it can be uh, i'm i i kind of think there is an element to that but i would always be encouraging people not to say to stay there is a fine line isn't there so yeah. you can say, don't, don't stay still, keep evolving, keep growing, keep your mind open. But then, of course, once you, once you start to get really interested in something and see that you could grow this, of course, you do actually have to be a bit patient. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, I think that's, that's, that's the curse. If you're, if you're a bit too, kind of, oh, and what about this? And what about that? And what about this? Then you, there is a danger that you don't, do the slightly more boring bit of actually just kind of digging down a bit on the thing you're doing. And yeah, yeah. that's why I think I started by thinking like, okay, let me start a business because I have to do some boring things and I, ha- I get to do some fun things. And that yeah. way, like, well, that's kind of like life, right? There are things that we don't want to do that we have to do. 
So absolutely, yeah, yeah. No, I just love it. You, because actually, when we were chatting before, you were saying how, in, in a way, when you were doing the filmmaking stuff, you found yeah, it was great. You're doing some fascinating stuff, but you were a little bit kind of behind the screen, and there was you screen people in a different place, and you really, you, you actually have got quite a definite liking for connecting with people, haven't you, in real life? I do, I do. So yeah, for me, filmmaking, it was great. I mean, it's amazing how many people you can influence, right? And how many people come out and talk about what you're doing with just one long film or even a script if you love to write. So um, I just found that it was a little bit isolating for me because it's like, I never got to meet those people. I never got to shake hands with them. I never got to talk with them. And I was like, gosh, I wish I could connect a bit more with these people. And now, like, as a founder, I found myself working, like, like I said, uh, volunteering with Brunchworks. Brunchworks wants to create, like, an intimate um, conversation between you and the CEOs and the founders that, you're, that you've seen on the news or on those articles. So they bring them in for a quick chat. Um, and everything's very casual. Um, the questions they ask are very like, what's your favorite podcast or what's your favorite book or what kinds of advice do you have for people who want to be in your position one day? So um, it's, been, it's been a really amazing experience and people really like it because they can connect with them later, like let's say via LinkedIn or on, via email or maybe there's a job opportunity there for someone. So. Absolutely. So you're, you're, you're basically taking the mystery away from these kind of people up there on thrones, you know, and making it very real, which is, you know, which what all this podcast kind of is about more intimate, more real. And, and it seems to me that you actually have quite a, um, a way of getting to connect with lots of people at events and by volunteering and doing, you know, all these Fascinating things that you're no doubt meeting people with the business and, you know, would you agree that this real life meeting up and also quite randomly meeting up is taking you to good places? No, yeah, absolutely. I do believe so, yeah. I mean, if not, then I mean, I learned something from every experience, right? It's like every person you meet has a story and has whether a good or bad experience you can learn from it you can take away from it and then apply it to the next step going forward yeah and if you don't have those conversations you're missing you're just missing out aren't you on such a lot yeah i mean you'd be living in your own world which isn't realistic no exactly so so you have to be a little bit adventurous and probably i mean have you found yourself stepping out of your comfort zone absolutely just putting up videos of me being goofy you know because that's how i feel when i put a video and i um i start talking i start getting all goofy and i don't understand what i'm saying it's like you start rambling <laughs> and um ever since then i feel like i've gotten so much better um, just being comfortable and seeing people's comments and like support that's really helpful so if you're ever feel if you fear the camera if you fear how other people are going to react to you like just put yourself out there um, because your voice also grows stronger like your points the points you make about the things you care about they start to cement a little bit more in your mind like i can do this i'm doing it so yeah Absolutely. I, I love that. that that's, you've got to just do it. And I know for some people it's torture. Um, but, oh, it's such a lovely feeling, isn't it? When, when you 
when you get to that point where you think, well, all I did was just talk about something I'm really interested in and, yeah. and kind of put it out there and we started a conversation and look, look where it's gone. It's gone to all these random places that we never realized it would go. And, and that's got to be um, a huge thing. So, I mean, have you ever actually had to um, get up and kind of present officially? And is it something that is scary for you? So it is, um, but I presented officially very little. I feel like I want to try to push myself to do that more. Um, I just wasn't comfortable hearing my own voice. I feel like, you know, hearing your own silence takes a lot of courage, right? Because you start to tremble, you're shaking, you, you know, you're shaking and you're thinking, is this, are these people in the audience, are they? enjoying what I'm speaking about and the the more you do it I think you'll start to take notes you know you'll start thinking like you know I think they're having a good time maybe say a joke or two to kind of release the tension so definitely trying to um, bring my own style I think that yeah. that's gonna be super yeah. important yeah absolutely and it's just um, just going back so on this whole nurse body so you volunteered at a hospital but I was reading a, um, an article on LinkedIn that you wrote, which was really, well, it was lovely because it was a, it was story. It was pure story. Yeah, just just tell us a little bit about that for um, for the listeners who, who might not read it yet, but probably will do after this. Yes. So I I love storytelling, right? Because storytelling and filmmaking are both hand in hand, and I feel like sometimes that's some of the best ways to share information are via story, right? So many of us have so many experiences. And when we hear someone else's story, it's like, did you hear that so-and-so? It almost becomes like we've internalized it. And we're like, oh, wow, this is, this is great. Like now I, I know that someone else felt that way. Um, so I find that writing about the experiences I had also makes me feel like, I am the right person to do this because look at how much I know about this. Um, I've also learned that I, I do know a lot more than I think I do about this stuff. Sometimes you kind of, I, I started writing those articles because I felt like I was not sure if I could do it, if I was the right person to do it. So those, those stories are uh, stories based on true events and nurses that I uh, volunteered with and a lot of phlebotomists that I volunteered with. And, just kind of seeing their perspective of healthcare and how much they cared about it made me want to care more about it. So yeah, and I think I think you know there's a there's a lesson in there. You know, whatever your product or service is that you're offering as you as you're growing your business, it is you know don't forget to go out and check out the real world. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh yeah. So, yeah, and, and 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 the way you can actually. Uh, you know start getting people engaged with what you're doing is is by telling those real stories because that's what people relate to isn't it not not a i mean in something like your line of business you you could get quite techy and geeky and yeah <laughs> which which is fine but maybe wouldn't tell tell the story in in a way that engages so much yeah, because everybody's been there, right? So I felt like in the stories, I was like, well, I feel like other people have seen this. And maybe they could take something, they could take away, like, I also try to add advice in it or add something that I've learned, something valuable that I've learned from this experience was, mm. and I try to have, like, a quote. Mm. 
Yeah. You walk away and be like, ah, oh, interesting. Yeah. Like behind the scenes. At this point, Hannah's and I got to talking about differences between cultures and the way they communicate and all sorts. Uh, fascinating. Um, but I just want to cut to the quick on it because I found this a really interesting observation that Hannah's has made from a real experience. Recently, I got to go to this event at the UN now that we're talking about cultures and stuff. It's like a youth ambassador group. And it was amazing to hear them talk about issues in their countries. And they would first speak in their native language and then they would translate it. And I was just kind of like shook by that. You know, it's like, I know when I meet other people, they're from other countries, but I would have never, I would never say, can I hear what you just said in your native language? And it's a whole new world. So it's amazing to even listen to other languages and see how passionate people are in their native language. I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, I love that. Yes, of course, because there's a whole, yeah, there's a whole lot of restrictions when you're trying to speak a language which isn't your native language. You're, yeah, you're, however good you are, you're still struggling a little bit to get it to mean what you want it to mean. And so like you say, just even if you don't, I guess even if you don't understand the other language, you can feel the kind of energy. Yeah. I was like, wow, I didn't understand a word, but you can, yeah. And it sounds so beautiful. Some people are just natural. I love that. that, that that's fantastic. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 so you're growing this. This is quite early days with, um, with growing this bit. And, the, and ultimately, you're trying to get more and more kind of, a, is it just this one product or you'll be doing other products that are aimed to help like nurses or people out in the community? Yeah, so it, it right now is only one product. Um, yeah. We plan on definitely just making, probably finalizing the prototype for the one that, like it's like a pre-packaged product for mm -hmm. the supplies. Mm -hmm. So that's considered a product. It's just basically imagine a Ziploc bag with supplies inside. Yep. We just need to make sure that we design that product. But um, so besides that armrest, which is our first product, the second one would be that. Um, and it's just test trialing it right now. See if we can get small clinics here to try it out and see for for, for feedback, maybe we need to change some things or we need to add some things. But so far we've heard a lot of really great things. Like people are definitely, they want to help. You know, I, I, yeah. I'm actually surprised at how much people want to help. Yeah. Um, I think I had a few, a few uh, mentors or people on social media just talking about like people want to help just reach out, uh, but they do. Um, mm. You just have to put yourself out there. You yeah. Know? you're out there exactly i think people i think we underestimate that i think sometimes we we feel yeah you know and you feel slightly you think oh i don't want to ask people too many questions i don't want to be a pain i don't want to keep going you know and, it, and it's not yet ready so i better not talk about it and all and actually that's kind of wrong isn't it because people are really keen to get involved in these conversations at an early stage yeah, or in anything, really. Like, it's amazing. I mean, you can find something for everything out there. So it's yeah. like, shy, just reach out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you're clearly very good at it. Have you always been good at having conversations with people? Or has it been something you've had to push yourself? Oh, no, no I've had to push myself. 
yeah, just to be comfortable about it, I think. That's yeah. Your... Any, any particular tips that you've got for people? Because, I, you know, I know there's a lot of you know, people who describe themselves as quite introvert or maybe even people who are quite shy or, you know, who, it's, to be honest, the idea of just picking out the phone or randomly kind of going to some event or and starting conversations with strangers is really scary. Um, do you have any... Um, I know there's not a magic spell and, I'm, and I think you're quite right. You've just got to keep doing it. Would you say that's the main tip? Yeah, I, I usually try to think like, um, I know it's a bit cheesy, right? But I always try to think like, oh, right, well, like, would my hero do it? He would do it. I would do it. I'm going to do it. You know, like that kind of like really cheesy, like you have to push me. I'm trying to think that you've just rung a bell. I've got a book somewhere on my shelf. Oh, this is really bad. I'll reference it in the show notes so that it's more official. But one of the techniques for getting over kind of fear is, is what they call the phone booth technique. It might be a book I've got called Compelling People, which is brilliant. And, it, and it, it's exactly what you just said. It's like you imagine, as cheesy is fine, by the way, whatever works is fine. So it's like you imagine you've gone into a phone booth like Superman, like uh, Clark, uh, what's his name? Forgotten his name, Clark Kent, and then coming out with the cloak on, you know, so it's, it's anything like that. It's actually quite, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing wrong with cheesy. We don't mind that. <laughs> so, I mean, what do you do? You find it easy to keep the sort of motivation and the kind of passion and the the, the kind of drive going when when something's at a startup sort of phase like this? It's 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 tricky, isn't it? Yeah, you have to be patient sometimes, right? Because sometimes not everything's going to go as quickly as you want it to. Um, so, I find that when if I'm ever down or, or need um, some motivation, I just uh, talk to people. I talk to other people and see what what they're doing and what they're what kind of things they're working on. I think that that helps me see like maybe I can be helpful here with this person if I can't be helpful right now with my own stuff. And then from there, it's like a bell rings and you're kind of like, oh, see, this is cool. See, I'm I'm still I'm I'm still good at this. You know, it's almost like a a push, a little a little push. And then after that, I kind of jump back into my work, like super energetic and, and ready to keep going because I just helped someone out and, and that was great and we had fun and, and yeah, so I'm not going to give up on this. So. Oh, I love that. Oh my gosh. I'm definitely going to, I'm going to put that quote in the show notes. <laughs> but, no, that is brilliant. I love that. Absolutely love that. Um, I couldn't agree with you more. It's, it's, yeah. Oof. So um, as we kind of, do you still do any of the filmmaking, by the way? Are you still in touch with your filmmaker self? So I decided, um, I, I wrote a script. It's about 100 pages for uh, my thesis when I was in college after, um, after I graduated animation. And I'm going to make it a book. So, yeah, I decided, you know what, this is a story, and it's got characters, and it's sitting in my room. We have things in our drawers, so to speak, um, that we kind of forget about, and we, uh, and we also perhaps undervalue them and, until you, it's a really good idea to think, actually, do just what you've done. Do you know what? I wrote this. It's the same with people who write, you know, you write blogs and all the rest of it, and I, and, and they maybe get seen by one person. And then 
at some point you might think, do you know what, that was a really good, I'm going to put that out there again. I'm going to, I'm going to do it slightly differently so that I attract more engagement with it. But, but I'm not going to just let that be in a dusty uh, space somewhere because there's a lot of good stuff in there. And, um, and in the same way that you're, you're thinking, yeah, that, that, that's, that's good. I love that. I love that. That's another lesson. Do you know what? We've done too many lessons in this podcast. People will be overwhelmed. They will be drowning in tactics and tips and insights. So I am so, so pleased to have met you. Me and Hennessy's talking is just actually a classic example of what we've been talking about, which is when you reach out kind of quite randomly and, and don't sort of hem yourself in with too many um, rules about who it is you're going to speak to because yeah because you're not in the same line of business as me you know you're not you're, you're not in this country you're we've never met before and this is this is how I think I think life is wonderful when you when you start meeting people like this and you just never know where all this synchronicity will kind of end do you yeah it's amazing thank you Trisha oh, I love it it's been really really good and um I will no doubt be speaking to you again now. Now we've, now we've had this chat, we'll keep in contact. And meanwhile, you've got the rest of your day there in New York. Um, I am so tempted to go into a, a jazz song routine, but I'm not going to, so don't panic. <laughs> my, my kind of performer background is, is going into overdrive here, but I'm pulling it back it's okay and um yeah and i and i'm sort of going into the end of the day here so have a lovely rest of the day I'll speak to you soon and thank you so much for all that insight thank you for all you do okay you keep doing that love it yes take action try this one small step i think it's obvious go out and talk to people it's the simple tips like this that make such a difference. You can get very involved in the thing you're passionate about, the thing you're growing your business around, and forget to go out and have real conversations with real people, get perspectives, tell stories. Lot of fascinating stuff. You might need some show notes. So head over to trishalewis.com forward slash make it real podcast to download those and subscribe because then you'll know when the next episode is available. I give you permission to go out and be real and enjoy it. Look forward to the next episode. Never